This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Priceless. The Rowdy Roddy Piper Odyssey continues. We've left in our wake some really racially insensitive times. And in front of us... Rampant monking of disabled people. <laughs> First episode, becoming a criminal. Second episode, racially insensitive. Third episode, he somehow becomes more racially insensitive. Because nope. like, I'm so racially insensitive, I'm a good guy now. <laughs> and, but it also allows the rampant mocking of disabled people. Because basically, how they built... Let's start it off. He debuts in WCW in the best way. They bring in a guy to oppose Hogan of the entire NWO run. Macho Man is in the ring after being fucked over. It was about to win the championship. The giant comes in, runs in, all that sort of stuff. Then he's in the uh, ring talking about there's no one who can defeat me. And it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good uh, Scotland the Brave impression, you fucking loser. It's the fucking. Because it's also like, it's the perfect of Hogan reacts. It's the best time of they don't do the thing that I always hate where they go, whose music is this? it's Rob Van Dam coming to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know who it is. Yeah. Where the commentators are going, how is he here? Yeah. How is this happening? Yeah. What the fuck? He thinks Hulk Hogan's gay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Hogan's not black. Why does he care? <laughs> oh, he thinks his trunks are his skin. <laughs> <laughs> um, he comes to the ring and basically goes, you never beat me, which is true. He never beat You never, never. beat me. What are you going to fucking do? They build the, the WCW was the one thing they could do is they could fucking wait on a match. They could, yeah. Halloween Havoc starts it and then they build all the way up to Starcade. Finally make Starcade matter again. Hogan versus Piper. They turn Eric Bischoff. They turn Eric Bischoff and this is the stupidest thing in the entire world. So Piper writes the contract for the match. Yeah. And they put in it that it's not a title match. Which is so... So stupid. Yeah. So Piper wins the match with a sleeper clean in the middle of the ring and yeah. doesn't get the belt. Yeah. So unnecessary. Yeah. I I understand it if pro wrestling, they kind of made the rules for it more like it was actually a sport because uh, then it's like, well, how can this guy charge challenge for a title? He hasn't even wrestled his company yet. So you get a f- one match... And then if you win that match, then you get to wrestle for the title. I agree. That, to me, that makes sense. I think, that, But him writing the contract is just so fucking on brand for WCW how stupid it is. Well, it's because Hogan wasn't going to lose. Hogan refused to give up that belt because he looked at yeah. it like it was his currency, which for him it was, even though he's a fucking idiot. And that was the slow build of it killing it. The problem was the company was so hot, it worked. They then build to a match at Super Brawl. To show that Piper's really intense, for some reason he sleeps in Alcatraz the night before. Yeah, I remember the build-up to that, and I was watching the match recently, and I was just kind of like, can you imagine if someone did that for like a real fight? I understand it's pro yeah. wrestling, so you can't... like Imagine if this was real is the hackiest thing to do, but imagine a real fight where it's like, I hate you so much... Uh, for this boxing match, I'm going to sleep in Alcatraz. Oh, I knocked him out in two rounds because he's super malnourished. Yeah, like, he's why? Really, he's really tired and has a cold because it's a drafty building. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the whole thing where it's like, 
Uh, but by the way, this is very much on point for the 90s because in the late 90s, there was a weird obsession with Alcatraz. Yeah. Possibly spurred on by the movie The Rock of like, the building's haunted by the ghosts of a thousand madmen. I am the last one. Welcome to The Rock. Sean Connery. This is pointed out by me by someone basically, which is basically that his character was he was supposed to be James Bond from that era. Yeah. And they just trapped him in the rock, which I was like, oh, that's kind of good. Yeah. John Mason. <laughs> so uh this is another thing is that Roddy Piper uh being well, I mean, all right, Roddy Piper does that angle with his son where this is the whole reason he sleeps in Alcatraz is Hogan yells out yells at him. Well, Colt is his son oh, is just yeah. hugging well, his leg and and they didn't talk beforehand because Piper wanted his reaction to be real. Oh, that so well, he also, scares the fucking shit out of his own son because Hulk Hogan, who looks like he can beat up their dad, is screaming in his well, face. Well, it's also um, they also do a thing at World War Three where. Um, Hogan just shows everyone Piper's fucking hip scar. Yeah. And calls him Peg Leg Pete and all this sort of shit. And yeah. is like, I'm going to fucking hobble you. You shouldn't be in the... Like, it's good old-fashioned NWA heat of yeah. like, I'm a bully. And the physicality of them obviously works so much better because Piper's so much like... Well, Piper's starting to get a bit fucking chunky here. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of steroid use, but not a lot of gym attendance. <laughs> we didn't mention that is that he was one of the dudes who came out against Vince McMahon in the Zahorian case. Did he really? Yeah, he just had you admit, yeah, the guy took steroids. But the funny thing is that he doesn't even see Zahorian as a bad guy. Piper doesn't because he's like, yeah, well, I mean, we needed this shit now because we're fucked. Like our bodies are all fucked. Like what the fuck am I supposed to do? That's the weird thing about Piper is Piper is a weird guy of like, yeah, I did that. That weird thing of if you admit it and there is no lying, there is actually no way to trap you because he's like, yeah, I did that. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> the Donald Trump of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. What's up? Yeah, Donald Trump. If Rowdy Roddy Piper was the president of the United States, the only difference is Piper would have started a war by now. Like <laughs> <laughs> with, like a, with like England. Let me fucking tell you. Piper kicked Theresa May right and as he put it, the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kiki, I'm the fucking pussy. I'm Scottish. He would try and... No, that's why he would have done it. He would have tried to emancipate Scotland. And Scotland would be like, "What? we're here. We could just leave if we wanted to. Like, no, you're fucking coming with me. Scotland's a part of Canada now. (laughs) (laughs) No black people, though. (laughs) Get them out of here. Hide them in Winnipeg. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he hiding them in his... So they don't like it. Because it's cold there. I don't think the light from swim. I'm not racist. They should all just live apart from us. <laughs> That's probably something he would actually say. I'm not racist because I don't know him. So Roddy Piper is essentially the catalyst for the NWO jumping the shark in a lot of ways because Eric Bischoff joins him. Eric Bischoff yes. is a great addition to the NWO, but this is when the NWO jumps the shark because the two people that they beat up to gain all their heat join the NWO is... Eric Bischoff, that makes sense. Yeah. Then Macho Man joins the NWO, helping Hulk Hogan beat Roddy Piper. It's at Super the Brawl. stupidest thing ever. And it's like he's the dude they dropped the fucking leg on. Like, why? He, can't- I don't know. It was because everyone wanted to be with them because they wanted to maintain their spot in the company. The problem is, is they should have gone. No, stay over on this side because we need to end this feud. 
keep in mind the feud was supposed to that NWO was supposed to end by Starcade. The original plan was to have it done by Starcade. But it was just too hot. It was way too hot. But that's what they, they should have ended it then. You end it before people don't want it done. Rewriting the NWO is it's a terrible idea. But what I'm saying is, is that you could have put the belt on Piper when he came in. I remember that that was when I was still watching both, and then I switched over to WCW. Yeah, where I was like, this is better. Watching Nitro on Saturdays, edited down to an hour, hosted by a guy who went on to do car commercials in Ontario, stood in front of a green screen. <laughs> well, here's the weird thing, though, is that Piper, and this is more of a criticism of him, his stuff as a whole, is like, because we talked about in the previous episode, him being the anti-hero and how he shouldn't have friends. Also, another thing is... They put him with the four horsemen. No, I just don't like him having a finisher that's a oh, sleeper, the sleeper? Hold. Yeah, I agree. Where it's his finisher should be... He beats the fuck out of the guy. Something. Like, he's got to have something. Like, in many but ways... the sleeper holds the wrong finisher to give him. You needed to give him something like the stunner, like, quite frankly. And you couldn't do that because of the diamond cutter being in the same company. But he needed something like that. But, I mean, this is the finisher he should have had in the 80s or something like that, you know? Because that's the other thing is, like, you're in this weird phase where you're pushing, obviously, the last vestiges of the 80s era with Hogan and Piper... But then you have your undercard people doing way cooler moves. Like, it's this weird... Like, no one ever really talks about how, like, that aspect of WCW, where it's like, you have people who are doing so much cooler moves. Like, objectively, the powerbomb, the jackknife powerbomb, the razor's edge, and the diamond cutter are so much cooler than a sleeper hold, a leg drop. Yes. You know? Even Luger torture rack is way better than a sleeper hold or a leg drop. Like, you have these, like, not even 80s. 70s finishers that you're coming at with and you have the new era. It's a really weird thing. Yeah. Um, it's really disjointed. So Hogan, so sorry, Macho Man slips Hogan brass knuckles. He punches him in the face. The other thing is, this is, I understand why they did it because they did it with like, because that was Sting came out with it, Macho with, Man with and Macho, Macho Man's like, I'm going to the ring and then Sting just leaves and goes to the back, which is basically like they're teasing maybe Sting's in the NWO still. But um, they didn't need again. They didn't need to do any of this. It's also why not. I still think like I think the the finish of the match would have sh- rightly should have been Hulk Hogan beats Roddy Piper. Who can stop him now? That's and what it should have been is he should have Piper should have been the champion. It should have been the champion, and it should have been Hogan getting the belt back. Yeah, I mean, it's but that's again it's rewriting history. But it's also just and that goes in the whole WCW politics. That said, these two matches for their age and how broken down they were at this point are. Very watchable. They're very much a mid to late 90s WCW main event, but they're great. For what we would later get from some of these guys, fucking fun matches to watch. Well, just because of the heat of basically Roddy Piper doing what... Because WCW announcers are really heavy on that, like, we need to fight them on their own level. Like, we're not winning being, like, the fucking galleon good guys. We need, And then Piper's the face of just, like, he... Like, first, like, three moves of the match where he just kicks Hogan in the nuts... Absolutely, and then it's also, it then builds after the Super Bowl match, it's then he is incorporated into the Four Horsemen, like him and Ric Flair are like old school buddy friends. Yeah. But they do this thing where it's like they're split from WCW, where WCW is represented by like the Steiners and Les Luger, and then there's these guys over here, where it's like, no, that should be, that's our gang, and then this is the NWO gang. And then they have the Uncensored pay-per-view, which is another, like, the problem also with the NWO at this point is you keep having all these matches where... This is where you should end it, and they never yeah. really end it. And then it's because this is. But it's the, kind of say hard to say no to money. To be uh, fair. completely, but again, it's 
going back to my earlier point of you're not saying good, no to money because then everyone's going, what happens now? Because you, all you do is you go, all of the champions stay. I just mean t-shirt sales. It's legit I'm talking about this. This is another But weird... the thing is, is they weren't making that much money off t-shirt sales because they weren't merchandising it fast enough. Yeah. Like, the thing, like that's the thing. Yeah, well, I mean, when they did merchandise it, like the NWO, it's like NWO shirts and then Austin 316 are essentially the best-selling shit of all time. Absolutely. By the way, WWE is still selling NWO shirts. Yeah, they're great shirts. Yeah, simple, easy. Here's the trick to a successful wrestling shirt. Make sure it doesn't necessarily look like a wrestling shirt. And them have it be black. <laughs> way too long to figure that out. Yeah, it really did. But, uh, yeah, so obviously we're in the heat of the NWO. And really... Really, Roddy Piper should have just done the old WWF thing. I lost to Hulk Hogan. And I got hit off. in the face. Fuck off. But and he does. Steady stays. Yeah, he Because stays. the money is for sure great. And ab- yeah, a- a- astronomical. He also assumes that the bridge is burned with the WWE. He, yeah. Because this apparently really hurt Vince McMahon. He was not happy Roddy left. Yeah. He's, Roddy's the last guy he can like, pop in for a WrestleMania to get a huge pop. I will say this, though. The fact that all of those guys to a man left was great for them moving on because Roddy Piper still would have like Roddy Piper would have been beat the high, he, Triple H at he WrestleMania. Been the higher power. That the, the one thing is any any guy who hadn't left would have become the higher power. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead, it should have been Christopher Daniels, as was the original plan. What? That was the original plan. The higher power was supposed to be Christopher Daniels. Really? Yeah. Why? Fallen Angel. He's the Fallen Angel, which is like more than a dead guy. So you get the tiny man. That's why they didn't go with it, because Vince McMahon apparently saw him and was like, absolutely not. Yeah, that's the funny thing. That's so much funny stuff. Like, you ever hear the story of like when Vince first saw Taz and like they had him beating Kurt Angle and then they saw him on the way to the ring and he was like, no. (laughs) Like, I was told he would be above (laughs) 5'6". Yeah. Who lied to me? Also, Vince, why didn't you fucking ask anyone? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that black movie? woman on the way to the ring? Yeah. Oh, that's a man. Isn't that? Is Don't that, like that. Is that Taz's lower torso? torso? <laughs> Interesting. He can detach them. Yeah. Oh, that's his whole person. I don't like that. Yeah. Make sure that he's booked terribly. <laughs> Get him an orange bandana and make sure that a man whips him. <laughs> This is uh this is also as I mentioned the first episode where the giant walks in on Roddy Piper sleeping naked in a hotel room. <laughs> I just want to set the stage for that. That's this is this has happened. It's so weird that the giant was like a twenty five year old at this point. So weird. Twenty five year so old. Funny. Twenty five year old with a lot of hotel drinking based assault charges. I really like the fact that he smoked on TV. Oh yeah. And that's when Piper goes, uh, oh, I shouldn't do that. It'll stunt your growth. <laughs> Which is uh, a good old man joke because he's big. This is, but this is, we're getting way, that's a full year later, by the way. Yeah, it's terrifying. Because then there's the uncensored whole thing where it's Team Piper, Team WCW, Team NWO, Rodman comes in. Who is the Piper team? Flair, Roddy Arn? No, Benoit. Kevin Green of the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, nope, that's a different thing entirely. You're thinking of the Slamboree match. Oh, the triangle elimination match was uh, Piper, Benoit, McMichael, and Jarrett. That's right. 
also bad. No, then it's Kevin Green. That leads to one of the best promos ever in the history of WCW, where Flair and Roddy Piper definitely went boozing in the afternoon, and then they gave them a microphone. Oh, yeah. And it's so... Flair literally is like... Is screaming in a way that is like... Oh, then what if the NWO fuck his wife? Because he... Piper? You think you're in the future? You're not! You're not! You're gonna pave the way! Come pave! Like, he's just yelling, just roll over us! And he's just in a cardigan sweater and chinos. Just, come on! Come on! <laughs> That's the best thing about Ric Flair and Roddy Piper is that they can basically have, the, in a lot of ways, the same promo where it's like, Piper... You said this... I'm over-exaggerating the way you said it, and now I'm bringing in machines. Well, here's the way it happens, is that Flair, the way he does his promos, is he gradually gets angrier and angrier until he's gone fucking insane, whereas Roddy Piper is always going insane and then taking himself, like, being, taking himself back from the brink of it. Like, here's something you don't really think about, is that if, (laughs) what I'm about to say to you is terrifying. Bring it on. (laughs) If Roddy Piper... Had played his cards right, he may have been a good Joker, because he essentially plays the Joker. After you're in wrestling, I because it's always 100% like hundred <laughs> percent. I'm gonna eat your fucking skin, but you know, I maybe I won't, but I'm gonna eat the skin. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, you know, how's this match gonna go? I do know where your family is, and they're not at your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like Roddy Piper. Uh, oh yeah, no, Roddy, basically like, plays the Joker and Roddy was, Piper in the Hulk Hogan buildup in the first episode, second episode. Pardon me. Yeah, he is the Joker. Yeah, especially in the like sitting on Vince McMahon Tuesday Night Titans. It's like, ah, oh, well, you know, Vince, you don't really know what I'm gonna. I'll fucking kill you. I'm the reason your dad got cancer. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, you know, everyone thinks Superstar Billy Graham was taking steroids. I was injecting him with oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Piper and Flair team up. And lose to the Outsiders, and as a stipulation in that match, have to face each other at Bash of the Beach. Because oh yeah, uh, also this is also but the f- they're also the best because you can really the, sell the, the like f- all these crazy guys are gonna fight each other because they're nuts. All right, I don't need anything else. You're also missing the Flair Six feud, which is fantastic. Yeah, the Flair Six feud is great. That's where it's like oh this 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 skateboarder's beating up this nice man. Yeah, which is like it takes a lot to make Ric yeah. Flair look like a nice man, but and the kind of the tragedy is if that. If those matches happened four years previous, they would have been amazing. Like ninety-two, oh Walton my word in heaven, Flair, amazing. But even the, like the Roddy Piper and all this, and then Roddy kind of just doesn't show up for a bit. Like this is the other yeah. weird thing with WCW, where it's the other place to be. Like he went somewhere else, and he was just like, no, the officers is like hang out for a bit, and he was like, are you still paying me every week? They're like, yeah, and he's like, cool, bye. <laughs> it's so. Weird that Roddy Piper wouldn't take time off on in WCW where that's just like fine. Like he takes hiatuses, but not as long as he like seemingly could have. But WCW is also one of those weird things where it's like Vince McMahon understands the value of having a guy not on a contract, just on a spot duty who can come in for short little sprints mm-hmm. and how to like pump up business for big shows. And that's what makes a big show a big show. Whereas WCW is just like, uh, we're going to have you on WCW Saturday night. Don't you want me on like uh, Starcade? I don't know, man. Wrestle ice train and shut the fuck up, you know? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Go you remember high blah, voltage. Blah. That's what we got for you. A third member who's high voltage. I don't know, man. Why are you asking me all those fucking questions, all right? They're now called rowdy voltage and the wires on the ground and touching people. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to jack off here, which yeah. is apparently what 
uh, Eric Bischoff would do to celebrate is he would have a beer and jack off in his office. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, who says that? Eric Bischoff did. <laughs> he's like, what did you do after the Hogan heel turn and uh, and the NWO? He's like, I had a beer and I jacked off. It's like I always do. <laughs> a warm rub and a cold brew. The idea of jacking off of like how smarmy and like elitist everyone thinks of Eric Bischoff is, and the idea of his good, his good time is just jacking off and having a beer. He's a, this is a how you would think the guy who started off in the wrestling business. He's like, I worked for a meat truck and then I tried to sell toys to kids. <laughs> like he's just a hustler who's now like I live in Montana. Want to know why? No one can hear you. No one can hear you swear out here. <laughs> Eric Bischoff was great. I think he's really unsung uh, as far as being one of the best heels of all time. Just because he looks like... He naturally looks like Rob Lowe in Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's who he, he, and also, he is Rob Lowe in Wayne's World. And also, it's like he doesn't do anything necessarily bad, but he has fucking one. Yes, he does. Thing. Oh, but it gets like later on where it's just like, I fucked your wife. <laughs> he loses that, though. As soon as he has gray hair, he loses it. But yeah, which I don't know why he didn't keep dyeing his hair because he's had gray hair apparently since he was 20. Oh, really? Yeah. Because DDP first Eric, met Eric Bischoff one time when Eric Bischoff was on vacation in Florida yeah. and started a fight in DDP's bar, and they just beat the shit out of each other. And then Eric Bischoff like, went to the bar the next day to be like, I heard I was a real ass last night. I'm sorry. And then they like met again during wrestling, and they were like, what the fuck? That's this guy. hilarious. Yeah. DDP's another guy who's like, uh, I was a bouncer, then I owned a strip club, then I married a stripper, now I'm a champion. What? Wait, Kimberly was a stripper? Shut up. I don't know. Like, I believe it. Apparently, no. Say it. Say it. No, apparently that him and her and DDP were in an open marriage, and uh, and then they swapped a bunch. <laughs> yeah, with Eric Bischoff and his wife, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's the word. Yeah. Although Eric Bischoff has denied it, but DDP has been like, yeah, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah. well, maybe Eric Bischoff and his wife were swappers, but I think DDP and his wife were. <laughs> Well, DDP, the best thing about Diamond Dallas Page, I really think, is that uh, DDP is the only person in professional wrestling to seemingly have had an amicable divorce. Yeah. He just was like, yeah, we're not together anymore. Is she a slut? Don't use that word about my ex-wife. Yeah, she's a nice lady. She's a lovely woman. Anyway, do yoga <laughs> with just your face. Yeah. You know. do, y- yeah. do yoga and get plastic surgery that went... Sort of okay. <laughs> um, all right, so where you are we here? He's appointed the new on-air commissioner oh, of WCW. Yeah, this, just wh- this begins the reality check phase. Oh, of my w- God. For those of you who don't know, he'd walk to the ring with a leather ja- his Kevlar leather jacket on. Yeah. And he was afraid he of He might be stabbed. He might be stabbed. <laughs> this man who works for a multinational company might be stabbed by someone in the audience because... That's the other thing. During one of these, uh, Diamond Dallas Page had to talk him into coming through the audience for like 20 minutes uh, because Piper was afraid of being nah, stabbed. Well, we'll get stabbed. But I'm going to get stabbed. We're the baby faces. What a thrill of stabbing. Yeah. At yeah. Like these studios in Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I am concerned about is I have a lot of knives in my pocket. So if I trip on something, I'll stab myself, which is. Even if they pat me on the back, they might shoot me because I got a gun in my van, <laughs> in my pants or face. I don't know anymore. Um, and he would walk to the ring with a t shirt that sa- with just said the word reality and then a big check mark. And he'd go, I'm your. No, it didn't always have a check mark. Sometimes it would just be blank. And then he'd make the check on him. 
chest himself. Jesus fucking Christ. This is also the building of, like, Goldberg now is literally saving this company. Like, yeah. he is... Out of nowhere. Starting to fucking hammer. They're also building towards Sting and all that thing. Because he's the... Is this the interim president? No, we fucked up the timeline. Because he's basically gone until Sting wins, then he comes back afterwards? Sure. Yes, that's what happens. So Sting... Sting has come back. Goldberg is in his ascension. Flair becomes the president. Then they have the whole angle where, like, Flair's crazy and is either the president for life or we should really watch the last week's episode to figure out what we're doing. This is one of the great things about WCW is <laughs> there's so much more wrestling that Piper does and there's so much more he's so much more active in storylines and everything like that. But he's so obviously less, so much less proud of this part it's of it. his life because he's it's four years that he's in WCW. He's in WCW for four years. He's not there a lot, but yes. in his book, it's legitimately like three pages. It's like I was scared of being stabbed when I went down to the <laughs> ring with Paige. Uh, how effective the first Hogan feud was, and nothing else. And like, by the way, the Hogan feud doesn't wrap up for a long time. No, they still they wrestle again at Halloween Havoc in '98, which is the build up towards the no. Is it '98 or '97? No, '98. You're right. Yep. <laughs> Booyah, 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 booyah. No. Okay. 97. Sure. I think it's 97 because 98 is Ultimate Warrior. We'll be crucified for this, yes. Yeah, we will. I'm looking that up right now. You talk. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. That's talking, right? 99, the other thing where he gets his win back on Brett, which I don't want to think is a thing that Piper explicitly asked for. But he, I don't want to think it, but I mean, he probably did. <laughs> he probably did. Like, I mean, this is basically payback, I'm assuming, for the Brett being made by Roddy. Or Dumb Dumb. So it was 97 was, I think, was the fucking... Halloween Havoc. Was the Halloween Havoc match. Okay. Because he wrestled him again in 98 at a spring, spring, spring stampede. Um but they lost to Hogan. Him and the Giant lost to Hogan and Nash in a baseball bat on a pole match. Which, it was the first inkling of what we put on a pole in that beautiful company. Oh, That's the funny thing about well, WCW. This is a not bad idea. That's something we don't want them to have. Put it on a pole so they have to work for it. The first one, Big Boss Man versus Nails, exactly makes. They had both attacked each other. Big Boss Man was good with a nightstick, was his whole character. Nails had beat him down with a nightstick. Whoever gets the nightstick gets to use it perfect like that's perfect perfect and then just like a baseball bat why i don't fucking know it's yeah. a thing to put on a pole shut the fuck up because well, i wanted to sign abe knuckleball a knuckleball schwartz but you wouldn't let me <laughs> that's the other thing is like they kind of bastardize everything about piper here like this is the next essentially 16 years of him being a wrestler is just rehash and they don't really let him move that's forward so because the like 16 yeah, fucking years because um it's the reality check thing doesn't really work, and you almost get the sense of, like... He doesn't care. He doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't care at all. Because even, like, later on... So he beats Brett for the U.S. Championship... Oh, um, yeah, and that's the Before losing it to Scott Hall, and which the, is, like... And that's the begin. Is that NWO 2000? Does that start... Like, there's he's involved in the NWO 2000 thing as the guy that gets pinned in the... Like, they try it quickly to be like, it's the Atlanta screw job. Stop it. No, no, bad. Yeah, he's like they do a Montreal screw job angle with him and Goldberg uh, so when Russo bad. tells him to call for the bell. Um, they try and push Buff Bagwell by having him beat 
Piper in a boxing match. Also, by the way, it is crazy how much he loses after an entire career of like, we need you to lose. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, and then he jobs to Buff Bagwell because at this point he's like, I don't fucking care. Just give me some money. Um, he's actually one of the first contracts they terminated, uh, WCW did, when they were really downshifting after losing all of their money. Yeah, because you know he's making harassing phone calls drunk. Yeah, hi. Is it Linda who works in accounting? Your ass looks like you're smuggling hams. <laughs> <laughs> He's married to a woman named Kitty, who is just like, I, well, Roddy has tastes, and I don't want <laughs> He has tastes. Roddy is a man of appetites, and sometimes I... Let's just put it this way. If you were outside naked for about a week and a half, that's what my nether regions look like. <laughs> so we take a couple he years one off. One time came home with stones in his foreskin. <laughs> so he takes a couple years off, returns to WWE, and in this is one of the major miscalculations they make because 2003 is kind of an unsung year for WWE for just like the seeds being sown of Vince McMahon is just doing shit now because he comes in, he attacks Hulk Hogan with a with a lead pipe at WrestleMania when Hogan and Vince are wrestling, but Hogan still wins the match, which is my most hated thing is when they neuter a character immediately yeah like they did it with the big show they neuter him immediately like he can't even help his he can't even help his boss cheat to beat an old man in a match with a lead pipe like yeah so and then of course this leads to the rehashing roddy piper basically over the next 15 years roddy piper is involved in holding a coconut neither being hit with that coconut or hitting someone with the coconut about 36 times wrong you're also you're also missing out the. Uh, if you say wrong, maybe don't st- 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 stammer t- 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 today, Johnny. I'm trying to fucking save for the re- the other half of the fucking episode because it's also you're also missing out on the. Oh s- yeah, we skipped. Uh, we we said we we're gonna take a break, and I just skipped right ahead to WWE. Yeah, just stop. All right, we're gonna we take got, a break, we and we'll talk about WWE. Talk about. All right. Oh hey everybody, go buy our albums at DylanAgod.com. TheJohnHastings.com. Rate and subscribe to the Wrestler Review, and we're on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestler Review. Remember, every other podcast sucks my asshole. Now that I fucking tased Dylan and calmed him down, oh of, yeah, I tased his tank. He projectile came in a way that was <laughs> disappointing. Garoosh, <laughs> bash! Stop shouting! I have neighbors. Ah! <laughs> Fuck you. You know the way to not get me to stop shouting is not to say oh, stop Oh, sorry. Shouting. I didn't realize I was dealing with a 10-year-old. Please. Say the word please, <laughs> oh. John. I'm going to put my fucking finger in your urethra. So? Let's jack off into bags. <laughs> You're throwing a pencil in the Grand Canyon? Same goddamn thing. Not true. My urethra is stretched out and feelingless. No feeling in there. The year is WrestleMania 19. How, year. The year is WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? WrestleMania 32. <laughs> that I could get. Yeah, that's great. Well, I was born in 1985. Where were you born? Oh, this woman. How old are you? I'm uh, 36. So you're yes. Before WrestleMania won three years. Yeah. <laughs> you're WM minus three. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you were Starcade. <laughs> I don't recognize the Starcade uh, naming system for years. Yeah. 
Are you a flair for go- do you have a flair for gold? Uh, so the year was WrestleMania 19. 19. This was the actual year. Yeah, the year was WrestleMania 19. The WrestleMania that should have sucked more than any WrestleMania and is probably the best one ever. Really? Yeah. Isn't 17 just everyone just says 17. 17 is like 17 19. Like 19 is just great of the amount the amount of watchable matches on 19. There's so yeah. many great ones. Yeah. There's a couple of real bad decisions in WrestleMania 19. Oh, yeah. Real rough ones. Ooh. Because 19 Ooh. is Booker T, Triple H. Yeah, that's where Roddy... How Triple H win? <laughs> Actually, yeah. I don't think you should have Mr. T winning. <laughs> that's not Mr. T, Roddy. Why is, why is, oh, no, it is. Why is Mr. T's wife fighting that boy? <laughs> <laughs> Roddy Piper's confused and he's racist. So Roddy Piper joins back with the WWE, even thinking he never was going to be able to. So much so that he did an interview with HBO. Yeah. Didn't tell anyone about where he was just like, uh, yeah, I know every wrestling promoter is, uh, you know what a pedophile is? <laughs> that. That, but for the soul. <laughs> uh, didn't mention that. Should have maybe mentioned that. Um, so it's... WrestleMania 19, it's Vince McMahon versus Hulk Hogan, the match that Vince McMahon wanted to uh, headline, by the way. Yeah, of course. Because he was like, who wouldn't want to see Dr. Frankenstein versus Dr. Frankenstein? (laughs) (laughs) No one. No one, Vince. No one wants to see that at all. Vince, yeah. I mean, just Uh, um, cool. And they have Roddy Piper. Didn't tell anyone. Roddy Piper just appears in the match. Botched interference. Helps Hulk Hogan win. Yep. That match is so weirdly intense, and also it's the best Vince McMahon performance as a wrestler ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing where Vince, like, it's so... If you were watching that, by the way, if you're either Macho Man or Randy Savage and Ric Flair being like, oh, we weren't allowed to bleed, and it literally looks like you're about to die. Like, Vince McMahon is, his entire face is covered in blood, and his head is just mad. So is Hogan's. Does Hogan bleed too? Yeah, Hogan, they're both just covered. It's an old man match. They cut each other. They get a run, run-ins. They get a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, it's I, I, I still think it's like just having Vince McMahon get offense on Hulk Hogan is fucking horrible. Like, it's just it's just the start of Vince McMahon super nut. I love it. All right. Um, Roddy is brought in. Yeah, he's brought in as the manager for Sean O'Hare. He's brought in for the manager of the Devil's Advocate, Sean O'Hare. They do not adjust either one of their gimmicks. At so all. It just comes off so fucking weird. It's, it's like so weird. And Roddy Piper's hanging out with this goth kid. But that's the other thing where I'm saying more so than what I was talking about in the 90s. This is a great example of it where Roddy Piper comes to the ring every time. Leather jacket, kilt, t-shirt. Yes. Have, change your attire. Why is Roddy Piper with Sean? It's such a weird disjointed. Like the Devil's Advocate, they could have... I understand, like, oh, he's with Piper, so he'll get the rub. Piper's this weird character in wrestling where he's a really... Because he never wanted a job and never... And Hulk no, Hogan but, was in the company. Okay. He is this weird B-plus character because although he never jobs, he explicitly really only beats Goldust really beat down because they all they always want him a job and he always gets, like, a count-out vic- loss or, like, he always count and gets a double count-out or something like that. And the other thing is he gets a lot of offense put on him, like just the way he does a match. And I don't think it's a bad way to do a match. I'm just saying he they always put like, oh, Piper wouldn't lay down for anybody. But it's like, but there's a way you can lose where it doesn't really matter either. Like as Kevin Nash pretty much does where you just no sell, roll up and then beat the guy down afterwards. He never did that. He just gave them a lot of offense during the match, you know? Yeah. 
Absolutely. And then would win. Or somehow. Or avoid losing, essentially. And that's why he's like, he's not really even a strong character. And I think a lot of people don't really... He's not as much of a one-note person as uh, they... It's like Hulk Hogan is, where it's like, Hulk Hogan, what's one note? America. He likes it. Cheer. Okay, good. Piper. Why is he a good guy again? Uh, He was so racist and good at it that he just... We cheered him. So it's this weird thing where they don't really show any old Piper promos because it's not like what the WWE style became where Hulk Hogan's like the basic style is he says the same eight things every time. Mm. I don't like the Ultimate Warrior. I'm going to beat you. Prayers, vitamins. Piper would just say a bunch of weird shit with no real catchphrases. Yeah, it would just... Well, his catchphrase was talking in a rambling fashion and then eventually leaves the ring. And then saying like one of his things but he wouldn't say the same thing every time which is great but yeah. you see what i'm saying like he's not easily definable mm. so a lot of people are like oh i know roddy piper uh why is he popular i don't know his movies i guess he did a lot of acting where he was a wrestler yeah you know um so yeah it's a really disjointed pairing and i mean you could point to a thousand people they could have got instead of roddy piper like fucking james mitchell was available you know? Yeah, but for some reason they've never brought in James Mitchell, even though James Mitchell would have been fucking perfect for the Devil's Advocate. Holy fuck, would that have been great? Yeah, and I think it was because he's too close to Paul Bear, essentially. He's yeah. nouveau Paul Bear. But then put Paul Bear with the fucking Devil's Advocate. Yeah, it's just a weird thing, isn't it? You're paying for his gastric bypass surgery for fuck's sake. Well, Piper gets up some fun stuff. He he he, he takes Zach Gowan's leg and beats him with it. <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, I didn't watch that in preparation for this, and now that I'm saying this, I really, really wish I had. I still want to know who's the other one-legged guy that they hired first. So funny. <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> How do you have... Is ev- when they say everything's been done, they really mean it. Yeah, the idea that they were like, let's bring in the one-legged wrestler. Is it going to be a story of triumph? No, the bullies will beat him up and then he leaves. <laughs> this is the post-Attitude Era. We don't know anything anymore. Yeah, this was the reckless... This is... When it was like the Attitude Era was tasteless, it was like, no one fucked a dead body. No one got fucked to death. Yeah. No one with one leg was beaten up. Well, it's just kind of one of those things where they were like, uh, yeah, Sable's really good. Let's get ten of them. Yeah. Will it lose effectiveness if there's just ten... Blonde women with big, big old ho hos who's on TV? No, everyone will love the ho hos individually. Yeah. Oh, they don't. Yeah. You're uh, Miss. I don't know how to tell you this, Miss Wilson, but you've hit thirty, so now you have to do an angle where you fuck your boss. Yeah. Real mouth on dick. Monday night, eight fifty nine, because it's not on the air. <gasps> suck it, suck it, suck, suck it. Well, suck, suck, we're going the suck, air. Suck, suck. Um. So, yeah. Uh, Piper and O'Hare moved on a challenge for the tag titles. This is when the HBO thing comes out where he's like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, and then everyone's like, a pedophile. Maybe you wanted to mention this. He was like, ah, I didn't know they had the camera was on. And, and he leaves. And he leaves and goes where? I actually don't know. You don't know about this? No. He goes to TNA. Oh, no. I did know about. Oh, yeah. God. This is the Russo era TNA when he. Um, when he uh, does the promo blaming Vince Russo for Owen Hart's death. Yes. And then a horrible thing, right? Yeah. He also 
does a segment called In the Pit with Piper. Because you can't say Piper's Pit. He just reorganized it a ton, which is like... This is why TNA is always known as WCW... Light. Yeah. Is WWE Light. Like the, It's got the... It's basically been 1992 WCW for... So many years. Mm-hmm. They don't have any of the main players. They just have the bit players. And there goes like, oh, his name is not uh, Billy Gunn anymore. He's the outlaw. Yeah. Because ba-choo, that's ba-choo. as close as we can get. Yeah. He's not the big boss man. He's the guardian angel. Um, So in the pit with Roddy oh, Snipe. The guardian angel was the best because first he was the boss. <laughs> yeah. I'll order you to do some things. I really like the boss because it's like even though it obviously was copyright infringement, the fact that he went from dressing like a cop in the 50s to a, just a security guard at a condo. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah, this is truly the saddest part in Roddy Piper's career. It's basically like he's doing all the things that worked before, but he's too old. It's like a dog. You killed Owen! He, he's, he's gone blind, but he's still trying to catch a Frisbee. Yeah, well, this is the spot part of his career, obviously, where like he does the WrestleMania match against Jericho, where him and the Legends, which it produced one of my favorite things ever, which is when, as soon as Piper gets in the ring, you just hear a string of beeps because he swears in the ring. What? Yeah, that's one thing he talked about, how that for the tag team pilot, it caused him a lot because they were like, oh, just work a match. And he was kind of like. I swear in the ring. Like, he's like, you old fucking piece of shit. Like, he just swears so much. So, <laughs> as soon as he comes in, uh, he's like, you old fucking motherfucker. So, all you hear is like, oh, and then just beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it's just like, it's like fucking great Morse code in there. Um, <laughs> he loses that. And then during the, uh, like, late, mid, late 2000s, the. Fed goes through the whatever, anything can happen. They're kind of like playing all their cards just at weird places. So what they do is him, this is the basically the only thing we left need to go all through really. Into the Royal Adam Rumble Death. and then the various times he does the Piper's Pit and then he dies. No, I was going to say when the hip, him and Ric Flair beat the Spirit Squad to win the titles. Oh, because I was going to bring up the... The Royal Rumble thing. Because the Royal Rumble thing happens before or after the Spirit Squad thing. I get really confused in this time period. I don't know. They do a bunch of hot shotting where they bring him. Yeah, because that's the Taboo Tuesday thing where it's like Ric Flair and a legend of their choosing. And they choose Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yep. Weird thing is, apparently this wasn't rigged, but it was definitely rigged. The Taboo Tuesday? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Apparently, yeah, I'm on the same wavelength as you. But some things didn't work out how they thought. No. They would, right? Yeah. It's like, also I like, think the Shelton Benjamin Triple H match is because Shelton Benjamin won. They were like, all right, well, he just beats Triple H then. What's also crazy is it's like they also, thank God they did that then. If they had done that now, the amount of trolling that would happen. Like, yeah. The internet basically destroyed their tough enough competition for the network forever because they just were like, ZZ wins. <laughs> ZZ. It was a combination oh, of that and the Hulk Hogan's sex tape. That ruined that fucking show. Yeah. Um, so Hogan's got to leave. He doesn't like black people. He <laughs> Hogan did a Roddy Roddy Piper. Okay, so 2007 uh, Royal Rumble, I think. Or no, 2008 uh, Rumble. Yeah, yeah. At Madison Square, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. He comes out and looks awful. Hmm. He did just have non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you 
sack of apples. Then go get in the ring. Fuck you. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Just have him do anything else. Don't put him in the ring. Yeah, it's just this thing where he's still attached to the kilt and the. And also, by the way, it's of course the another. Don't, an old man in a leather jacket just looks weird. No, wrong. Okay. Sam Elliott can pull it off. Yes, yeah, Sam Elliott can. He's fucking. <laughs> yeah, Sam Elliott can pull it off. Roddy Piper. I want Sam Elliott to draw tits on my ass and then tit. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Come, 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 come. Drink it all. Drink it all. Drink it all. Yeah, 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 Stop this. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So he essentially uh, does some spot appearances and just like minor backstage this is, this roles. Is, this is the period that I would refer to as the coconut phase. Are you in Baltimore? Do you have $1,500? I'll hit someone with a coconut. <laughs> so then just get does, into but then also does quickly. sporadic appearances doing the Piper's Pit. Yeah. This is, by the way, the only time he successfully fucking puts over a wrestler, which is he comes out with the shield mm-hmm. on like the last great throwback Raw, mm-hmm. where the shield's in the ring, and he just goes, oh, you think you're a talker, Dean Ambrose? There's only one talker, and his name is CM Punk, yeah. and then walks up to all their faces going, Punk! Punk! <laughs> <laughs> Roddy Piper could still light shit on fire, and that's what they would always do. They would just be like, go in the ring and do a thing. And yeah, and there's a lot of embarrassing ones. The Piper's Pit with him and Steve Austin is terrible. Can you shortly explain his feud with Steve Austin that got kicked out of Podcast One and shortly after that out of the WWE? And out of life. (laughs) Yeah, what was it? He had Will Sasso on. Okay. And Will Sasso basically was like, I'm Steve Austin, I drink and beat up my wife. And Piper was like, ha ha, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Steve Austin was like, I don't like that. And, he, and then they're like, Roddy, you have to apologize. I don't think so. I don't do that. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Bye-bye, Roddy. Yep. So that's the end of his life. <laughs> I don't know how to end it. And then his heart exploded. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sad, but in the HBO interview, he did mention he doesn't he doesn't see himself making it to 63. No, it's really fucking sad. Yeah. And also, he was fucking great. Like you, And interesting, him and Dusty Rhodes died at the same time. So heaven could really get some weird promos. <laughs> yeah, baby, you got to mean I'm gonna fuck think, bro. Did they ever feud? No, no. That's insane. There's some those promos would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> baby, I'm the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so fucking fat. <laughs> That's the. I know you don't eat that much baloney. The. Weird thing about Roddy Piper is that essentially he, much like CM Punk, was such a good heel that he couldn't go back to being a babyface. Yeah, like he just had to be a babyface on the terms of being a heel. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, I fucked that up. He, uh, yeah. He, Not surprised. Oh, no. He was such a good heel that he turned face, but he just wasn't as good a face as he was a heel. 
Like he was a great face, but he's like not. He just doesn't have that. Say thing. face again. Face, face. You're a fucking idiot. Face. He was a good, good. He was a double plus good guy, but he was a seventy five plus bad guy. He was great. He's a great heel. He clearly peaked. It sounds funny to say, but the hindsight of this man's career is pretty crazy because look how we kind of glossed over. He's Elvis. Uh, explain. There's a point in his career that was so formative it shaped everything within the genre mm-hmm. that it carried him through everything else he did, that he was always legitimate and important, even though there are huge, huge swaths of time where he's ineffective and doesn't work. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, he's... Like, this whole period you can sum up with still some great promos. We're about to do best and worst. My best is clearly his promos. Yeah. And his worst is clearly... The time he talked about Owen Hart's death. <laughs> yeah, I mean, best and worst for this time and overall for it's Roddy Sean O'Hare Also, if Sean O'Hare had died when Owen Hart died, much better world we live in. Well, that's horrible. Uh, it's fine. I think it's fine. Sean O'Hare's dead, and Mike Sanders doesn't listen, so no one will know. I think Mike Sanders listens probably. I think he does too. Maybe he's like, I'm cheating on my wife with the wrestler review. <laughs> I wonder when they're going to start the salt right. <laughs> uh, I really want to watch that podcast I think the best thing about this period Is him winning the titles with Flair I mean, it was like I remember watching it It was not the best I think it was great because He's lost I- over a lot too I'm sorry everybody listening But it's just one of those things where His program is always the same We need some legends Well, Roddy will be one of the three of them I don't think I think that the the things that define his career are Yeah, no one is really being like, Why aren't you talking about the Chris Jericho thing? <laughs> but it's like legit. Dog collar match, Mr. T, and then unfortunately Bad News Brown. Those define his career. Gold dust is a bit defining. One, two, three. Like two high points. Oh no, it's all falling down. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but I think the Spear Squad match, here's why it was my favorite. Not the Spear Squad match, sorry. The match where him and Flair lose to Rated RKO, because Rated RKO at that time, I remember, was in this really weird point where it's like they were feuding with DX. Now, this is during Triple H and Shawn Michaels believe that no one should land a punch on them, essentially. Yeah. But we're not going to be the champions because, you know what, we need to push this John Cena kid. But John Cena sells and then wins a match. Oh, goes back and forth with Umaga, whereas Triple H comes out, pedigrees Umaga. What's the problem? That guy was a bitch the whole damn time, John. So yeah, no, this this is and this is also like we are pissed. They're pissing on a variety of graves in this time. Yeah. They're both untouchable gods, and also DX is like Triple H says the word cock, and Michaels is so religious that anytime they do something like at all body, they go that's Mister Fuji, and then Triple or then Michaels walks off fucking screen. Yeah, it's. So annoying. Christian DX. Yeah. So, Michael's... Ha, 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 suck it. <laughs> uh, so, this is Christian DX time. So, they can't really get heat on them. They did one angle where they laid out DX, but I was up against like seven angles where DX oh, just by the way, did like... one of their fun old guy shenanigans on them, and then they beat down uh, Flair and Piper, and it just makes them look like ruthless pieces of shit. Yeah. Because they are... Beating old the fucking shit out of Also, one thing we clubbed over was that during the... They do a great feud with Rand, the Ortons against Roddy Piper. So he feuds with, with old Ace again. Oh, yeah! Because they brought him back in before yeah. they discovered he had hepatitis. But 
even in that, here's how fucking stupid the booking is, uh, is even within that feud, he beats them in a handicap match. He beats Randy Orton and his dad. Like, Randy Orton should just stomp on this guy's fucking limp cock. Yeah. But nope. Should be wearing the dress, doing one of those, I'm the baby. <laughs> a guy legit 20 years removed from his prime is beating you after after you've made a very public thing about how he has a d- disease. Uh, obviously, it is pro wrestling, blah, 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 blah. But, like, Randy Orton took a lot of sh- took a, lost a lot of matches that he shouldn't have during this period. But that Spirit Squad, the Spirit Squad... The Spirit Squad's very interesting. A lot of people say the Spirit Squad was shit. But I actually, like... It I worked, really like... It worked for what it was. They're supposed yeah. to be cocky dickheads that yeah. shouldn't Annoying be. male cheerleaders. Yeah. Spirit Squad falls in three count for me where it's like a lot of people shit on three count and Spirit Squad. Right. It's like they're mid-card annoying dudes. I was having this segment this weekend with a, a fellow wrestling fan who was like three count was terrible. I was like there are some bad three count matches. There are some great three count matches. No, three count as a thing was amazing. And also when they add Tank Abbott in it's now the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> That's the greatest stamp of well this didn't work out. He's a fat bitch now. <laughs> yeah. He was going to be the world champion, and now he dances. <laughs> so, yeah, them winning the belt off the Spear Squad combined with dropping it so well to the rated RKO. Just like, because then that's when it's like, oh, these old men. It, the whole story of the match was like, these old men have run out of tricks. They just have to face people who are as good as they were in their prime. Like a super tag team. We're just murdering them. It was a great match. So that's my best thing. My worst thing is that he's dead. Uh, so what's your all-time, over his whole career, we'll, we'll just say the best thing is he's one of the best promo men of the all time. The best promo man ever. Maybe the best heel of all time. Um, what would no. you say the worst things are? No, about he's not career? the best heel of all time. Who's the best heel of all time then? Pain problems. What? Pill addiction is the best. (laughs) The biggest heel of all time is, I would say, Hitler. (laughs) Some people say Roddy Piper. I would say Hitler. I'd say he's a biz. I'd say it's poverty. Ooh. Chavo. You ever see him? What's the worst thing about Roddy Piper's career? That's more an interesting question, I guess. (sighs) It's tied. Okay. With like in the context of wrestling and decency, all the racial and homophobic stuff. Yeah, when he was a face, when he was a heel, I still think I know it's cheap and it's fine. shit, but Absolutely it's fine. not. But it's not fine. But you get what I'm saying. Like at least he gets his comeuppance. It's not yeah, like, and they, then he wins because that's right and good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? which unfortunately what they did. My thing for him is I think he would have had a bigger career outside of the ring if he had faith in himself and stayed in Hollywood a little bit longer. Yeah, I think he could have really been something. His his attitude of like smash and grab from his childhood kind of ruined his chances as an actor because he wasn't willing to like reject money for a good part. Like he would never like what Roddy Piper needed to do after Hell Comes to Frogtown and uh, They Live is essentially take on a role where he's an emotional man. Yeah, no one talks about this, but The Rock was not suddenly the world's biggest movie star. He did a lot of bad movies. Yeah, like there's rumor and. In- innuendo that one of the things that strained his relationship with Vince is he portrayed a gay man in Be Cool and Vince was like you absolutely shouldn't have done that look at our fan base also gay people are bad yeah well I mean Vince McMahon as of 1991 was 91 yeah the year was Wrestlemania 6 um, was like when Roddy Piper was like I'm gonna paint myself half black Vince said I love you <laughs> 
So that's where this guy's coming from. Yeah. Like, make no mistake, Vince McMahon likes to portray himself as like a New York like a uh, socialite type guy he is from, from south carolina from north carolina in north carolina in every way possible he's from a trailer in north carolina and yeah. met his dad when he was like 16 or 17 like he is yeah. a hick yeah he's a man who openly said i want to kill all my stepdads but they all died before i could that's insane yeah but that's why like Vince McMahon and, and Donald Trump are friends for a reason. They're from the same place. Their fathers cast a big shadow, and they're like, they're both doing drag queen-esque impressions of what they think a classy gentleman is. Yeah. He wears suits, and he yells at people. <laughs> I've only seen the first half of Wall Street, and that's what a person is. Yeah. Um, I've seen the opening sequence of the movie. Uh, oh, fu- I fucked that joke up. Never mind. Pussy, 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 pussy. So my worst thing, my worst thing about Roddy Piper, I'm going to say in a wrestling context, is that he... Good talking, good talking. Come up in an era where to turn his character face, they had to be like, I'm friends with everybody. Yeah. When... In the way you take that character and make it a face is obviously like the anti-hero loner guy. Like, because it, it sounds shitty, but like they didn't even, they could do it because then you, I guess then you have another Jake the Snake Roberts, but it's like, that's but, what that character Jake, has to be. Jake the Snake actually could be friends with people like, and he was like, he would be like, ah, oh, this, um, we bonded our souls. <laughs> but it's like all the things that Roddy Piper needed to be like a super, super over face, top of the card guy is what Jake the Snake had because you can't also be another Hulk Hogan in any way. Yeah. Like Hulk Hogan's the other part of it. He's the guy. He's big. He's everyone's pal. He has a slow finishing move. He has he's the th- captain of the football team but still hangs out with the drama dorks. Exactly. Yeah, Whereas Roddy Piper needs to be the guy who sells pills to the drama dorks. Yeah. I don't go to school because I don't need to know how to read okay. Yeah. Like I would like everything from like darker colors like everything should have been changed. But you know, oh, interestingly, you bring it back to race again. I don't like you when you disagree with me, John. <laughs> and uh, overall, worst thing is like, yeah, man, I mean, it's probably his drug addiction. Like, it's crazy that his wife just was like, well, you'll do what you do. Yeah. And never was like, Roddy, when you do cocaine, maybe don't also do cocaine again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe... Like, lay off the coke just a little bit. Like, even one of the most... I don't think so. One of the most telling things is... I mentioned that giant story twice where the giant finds him naked, passed out, face down. Mm-hmm. Is essentially the room was filled with tequila bottles and NyQuil. So it's like just a bunch of like, oh, well, how do you go to sleep? Oh, you get drunk enough to chug codeine. Yeah. Like, he, in a little Wayne, would have gone along very well. <laughs> he is the little Wayne of wrestling. He is. They both sipping on Cizurup and they were friends with someone who thought they were in a wheelchair. And possibly molested a childhood. Let's end it there. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for Dylan Gott, my name is John. Oh, Jake. this is my friend Birdman. He's just going to give me a little kiss on the jeans. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God damn it. Oh, kiss me on the jeans, Birdman. Cuckoo on my fucking dick. But we will, despite anything that... Any...
to be back. You know what? I have come here to tell some truth. I have never heard so many lies in my entire life other than when I was saying them. I want to tell you something first. It's my honor to be back here because, you know, I got six kids. My first child was born in Charlotte, North Carolina in the Presbyterian Hospital. I told you with Hogan, while I was taking on all comers in the garage, he was playing in Tootsie's Bar and Grill. You know that highway? that goes from Charlotte to Columbia? Well, they were building it. I was driving it, being chased by the cops. I am king of the frat house. And I'm just a little peeled. <laughs> I understand somebody's calling me a coward. You know, there's a guy, his name is LL Cool J. He's a rapping kind of guy. He wrote a song that said, You slap Roddy Piper and you didn't get a hassle. You're a liar. I come here to talk about jerks and liars. First of all, how you doing? Having a nice time? I'm sorry? I've had better. You've had better? <laughs> Such a great guy. <laughs> so you, you flew all the way to Portland to get this fight. You talked to my managers to get this fight. <laughs> What'd you fly? First class coach, how'd you fly? First class coach, what was it? First class coach, how'd you fly? Uh, what airline, coach? What airline? I don't... Oh, I'd be darned. And you come on up to my ranch. When you come up to my ranch, tell me, is the road crooked or is the road straight? Tell me, is the road crooked? I don't remember. I don't remember. Tell me something. working for I mean my god this guy here was the foundation of the WCW now he works for the NWO I'll tell you what stand him up but watch him watch him real close hey you know something Piper you're a loser fighting a losing battle. 
You have never been anything in the wrestling business. And until you wrestled me, Piper, nobody even knew your name. Now, Rowdy Roddy Piper is such a coward, he won't even sign a contract to wrestle me. And since you won't get in the ring with me, Piper, you will never be anything, my man. I think it's time to teach you a little respect, Piper. I'm gonna go throw up. Fish, I, I just don't believe it. I just can't believe what I've seen. I can't either. We gotta go. We gotta go. We'll see everybody next Monday. Sickening. This is sickening. Absolutely.
mother in the corner when he fought Tyson. And that only lasted 30 seconds, baby. And that's all it's lost. I won't bite your ear off. I'll bite your whole head off. And you go ahead and bring Mr. Lee. It's on that bash at the beach. I'll bash you at the beach. I'll bash your brains out. I'll bash the eagle out of you. But the time you get left with you, just enough to put that stupid Ned Hatter's hat that you got. Fool me, my boy. into the wild, wild west. Showdown, you bet, and I haven't even settled my pony yet. What about it, Prez? Huh? Woo! Angel! Angel wants to look into the kill. Angel wants to look into the kill. Angel wants to see why you're the hot rod. Kirby Lamb! Woo! Whether you like it, So certainly these guys haven't gotten into the caffeine. And uh, indeed, uh, I'm going to let go. You made a mistake of asking the 14-time world champion why he wasn't going to wrestle. On Sunday, I'll tell you why. I'm a busy man with a big calendar. And I got a kid. Come here, big game. Come here, big game. I got a kid who now is the United States. Hold that shit up high, brother. You're the carrot tonight. You're going to bring all the girls to be hot rod double A. He's the U.S. champion. He's the man among men. And you're complaining about you keep your mouth shut, punk. I'll make a woman out of it. It goes like this. Malenko, if I hold you down, they're prepared to get woo, to rise to the top. You're wrestling for the U.S. title. I Sunday, I get David. Woo! By God, Flair. How about that, Gene? I cannot believe it. You're putting this together at the 11th hour. And, and then Monday night, if you beat Malenko, Hot Rod's gonna let me wear his kilt out here. Good brother, good. Put the camera on. Get a wide shot here. It's the Hot Rod. It's Big Day. It's Little Nate. It's the Enforcer Double A. It's Ace, VJ. When all else fails, I'm going to give you the opportunity you've asked for for a long time. If we beat Malenko, you can have Asia Sunday night. The second. That's right. I'll not be part of that. And you punch, you punch. I'm going to take her home tonight. Make her go. Who next to my? Who next to my? Who? You do too.
Wouldn't know to tread lightly in a situation yeah, like you're in. Hey, 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 Yeah, can I call you hot? You are hot. I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but my friend, it's not 1985 anymore. The shield is too smart for your little tactics, all right? There are no cracks in the shield. You know what I think it is? I think it's jealousy, all right? Piper is jealous because you are a better U.S. champion than he ever was. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely it. That's definitely a good part of it. Let's just hang on a second. You may be right. I know something for sure. You know, you, one on one, I'm not doing no wrestling promo to drive and draw tickets. No, no. You, you know what you do, Owen? One on one, you little kids, touch your vitamins and say your prayers. What happened to that? You know why? Because you're a facade. You don't have it in here. You walk in airports in spandex. You. Huh? And Hollywood Hogan here with your platinum You're fighting there. punk tonight. So people will recognize now, now you. Now, won't tell you the truth. If you beat punk tonight. Do I walk around in a kilt when I'm in the airport? No. No, no, no I don't do that. <laughs> Would that be like a crack in the shield? You know how Just proud of my children I am Are they holding you back? Cost me a hip and never once did I complain. Crap. Seven years I fought, no card I give my hip. Not once did I complain, not once did I get these. And you come along, and in five minutes, you take that away from me. So I said to myself, let's get mean to the extreme, huh? Let's get it. And we do our push-ups, and we do our training, and I'm going to stay here for seven days and seven nights, and I ain't creating the world. I am destroying all of Let's leave a uh, memorable impression on Mr. Piper.